What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock
Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, we kicked off the show here today, and we're officially kicking off Volume 2 of the Odds and Ends of 2001, with an odd and end being a new studio track off of a Greatest Hits album, those were pretty rampant at this point. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate them, especially if it's good like that one right there. Ministry doing a finely realized studio version of What About Us. So yeah, that song What About Us, as far as I know, it only appeared on the In Case You Didn't Feel Like Showing Up Live album. And it never had been recorded in the studio. But they finally did it right here. And uh, you know, weirdly enough, randomly, that song appeared very prominently. And they were kind of the face band of the movie AI, Artificial Intelligence. Remember that movie? That Spielberg movie that people really don't like with Haley Joel Osment in it? Yeah, they're in the movie and they recorded that song, I guess, specifically for the soundtrack. But thankfully for us fans, they put it on the best of as well, which is officially called Greatest Fits. Greatest Fits right there. If you have nothing by ministry, that's a really, really good best of, a great 101. People hate on best ofs, but they're just being snobs. That's a really good best of. So go get Greatest Fits by Ministry, especially if you have nothing by them. You know, there's a handful of albums to get other than that, but it's a good place to start, kind of gets you on your path. All right, and another band, and let's be more specific, another industrial metal band that did a new song for a movie soundtrack in 2001. This one right here, Can't Have Ministry Without Nine Inch Nails, in my opinion. Yeah, Trent and Al right here, former bandmates and a thousand homo DJs and, you know, and just big fixtures out there in the industrial scene in the 80s, 90s, and, and into the future. But yes, Nine Inch Nails recorded a song for a movie soundtrack. Their lone new song in 2001, Remixes Aside. This one right here from the Tomb Raider soundtrack. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I went to go see it. I mean, I was, I was big into the video game series and, you know, at that point, Angelina Jolie was making movies I kind of wanted to see, I guess. But uh, yeah, no issue with Tomb Raider. Bonus points for casting Chris Berry in it. But yes, here's an enjoyable song from a eh, soundtrack I wasn't a big fan of, but this is a good song right here. This is Deep by Nine Inch Nails. You're back. 
your lips couldn't stand Right now, no somehow we could take the chance and we could make it, make it Right here, make it out is a fear Everything that we've been missing, missing You make me feel If there's a part of me that I wanna get back again Make this come true Deep right there by Nine Inch Nails, their new song from 2001 on the Lara Croft Tomb Raider soundtrack. And I believe that's still the only place to get that, you know. I guess it's a singular download, so it's good that this is the era of iTunes starting to, you know, get some traction right there. So you could get that one song off of a soundtrack that's not very good because I'm sure not going to buy anything actively with you 2 on it. I'm kidding, not really. I'm sorry. Sorry, Randy Brown. I love you. You're a brother. Okay. My apologies. Okay, moving on here. And here's an odd and end that I don't explore too much or play in the odds and ends series as we go here, but I'm going to make an exception here for a best of, but a re-recorded best of. Yeah, I'm not too big on these. Not big on re-recordings in the entire music history, whether it be classical, jazz, rock and roll, People re-record their stuff a lot, especially in the you know rock and roll era. People would re-record their songs for money. It's a thing. It's music business, y'all. But uh, you know, I think I'm going to theorize here that I think the reason that this band went in specifically to do a re-recording there is a bit of a concept to this actually. 
So let me explain. Testament put out First Strike Still Deadly here in 2001. Now it's specifically just songs off of their first two albums and uh, something off of their original demo as well. Now I am going to theorize and say, to be fair, I think the reason they did these is because number one, they wanted to improve on the production. As cool and as fun as those original thrash albums are, there's that DIY low-budget punk thing where you know they don't sound all that great technically, you know, as great as they are. Once again, I think the reason to go in and do this was to beef up production and make it sound you know of the times and more modern and hopefully have the same kind of drive sound now in this case and i love me some chuck billy i think maybe he wanted to be like why did i sing some of these songs the way i did with some of the high notes especially something like over the wall the high note is kind of the thing it's one of the hooks but he doesn't do it here on the re-recording so i think like kind of going in and sing it the way he wants to sing it from now on when they do it live. I think that's those are the two main reasons behind these re-recorded versions. Those are really the only two reasons I think to do this because at this point Guitar Hero is not a thing yet. So, you know, that's that's not a reason to do it at this point. It's going to be a few years down the line. So, but that all being said, I actually enjoy this. First Strike Still Deadly, not bad at all. If you approach it as like a live studio album, then you'll be fine, and I'm sure that's what it is, really. But I like this enough to include it here on the Odds and Ends retrospective here of 2001. So I'm going to send this one out to the late, great Gene Vogel. Here's Testament with Disciples of the Watch. Turn it up.
All right, there you go. Having some fun right there with Gene Vogel, who's definitely a good guy, and he's not really dead, uh, but he wants to be referred to as the late, great Gene Vogel, from what I understand. So I am respecting that wish. I think it's great. (laughs) And yeah, that was Disciples of the Watch because he runs a podcast called Disciples of the Watch. Easy enough. So yeah, there you go. Testament, re-recording their stuff right there, but not really that bad in my opinion. I would have preferred Megadeth to do that, for killing is my business or at least do it in addition to the remix so i understand them not having access or being able to you know issue out that original mix and they just went and remixed it instead which i actually don't mind that remix but i think it'd been kind of cool for them to just go in and just re-record the album again kind of live in studio there's my little like armchair quarterback music industry manager guy thing but anyway moving on here Getting back into some new songs off of Best Ofs right here with one of my all-time favorite bands, The Smashing Pumpkins. And at this point in my Smashing Pumpkin fandom, I'm a very sad individual, which is the target market, you know, for sure. But at this point, the band had broken up. They played their last show in 2000, and in 2001, they put out a Best Of to, you know, put the stamp on, we are broken up, this band is over, And with this best stuff coming out, I pretty much assumed that they would just never be a band ever again. I'm glad I was wrong. But at this point, like I said, I'm a sad fan. With this best of right here called Rotten Apples. And, uh, you know, if you are a casual fan, if you're a fan like I am of The Cure and Depeche Mode and you just want the best of, it's a good best of. All the radio singles are basically on here with a couple of exceptions. But it's a very good overall best of. The only way you can get it now is a one disc with just, you know, the singles on there and the two new songs. But like The Cure, if you bought this when it came out, then you got a whole bonus disc of like rarities and B-sides and stuff like that. It's a killer bonus disc. It's called Judas O. It's got a title on its own in addition to being part of the best of. And I definitely wouldn't mind playing something off of that, but I figured I'll go this route instead uh, because the two new songs on the best of are pretty damn strong. So I'm going to go with this one right here. I believe this song was intended for Machina 2 which at some point is going to see the light of day. I'll believe it when I see it, but as I understand, the box set is being worked on. Excited about that. But until then, enjoy this song that should be on it when it comes out. The one of two new songs on the Greatest Hits disc for the Smashing Pumpkins' Rotten Apples. This is Real Love.
Pushing those levels up all the way to the point of almost absurdity right there. A little scraggly production right there, but I, I dig it. That was Real Love, a new song by the Smashing Pumpkins there in 2001, off of the Rotten Apples Greatest Hits record right here. Uh, let's stick with the more youthful, you know, whatever you want to call it, alternative music here, uh, for a few more songs right here, with a band that's on the up and up in 2001 and hadn't even put out a full length at this point, just having to rely on this EP, which got a ton of buzz. I remember when this came out, and I remember going, yeah, okay, this sounds like really cool, like CBGB type stuff from the 70s, so I, I, I dug it, and I still think this band's really cool, and uh, really, honestly, should be a bigger band in the overall conversation, but the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs put out their self-titled EP here in 2001, and yeah, I, I've always dug this since it came out, so happy to play it here. We don't play a lot of Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs on Rock Strikes 10, but I do dig them once again. I've played them before, I just don't remember when, so it, we're, we're definitely due to play them again. So here you go. From the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs EP, this is Our Time. I
you go. Our time. Very fitting title right there by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs off their self-titled EP right there. Their first major release in 2001. Another band that I feature pretty regularly here on Rock Strikes 10. I'm a fan. Saw them live this year. Great band right here. Green Day, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. That's weird to say, isn't it? Uh, But yeah, they put out their first best of album in 2001. So continuing on with the trend of new songs off of best ofs. And uh, they put their new songs right up front there. Uh, Two new songs on the international super hits best of. Maria and Pop Rocks and Coke. Uh, They're both enjoyable songs, but I'm going to go with what I think is the better of the two. And definitely smart to put this as the opening track on here. Uh, A song that I guess they recorded originally like two years prior to this, and they just re-recorded it for the best of. I guess they wanted to do it that way, but you know, who knows. But it's a cool track right here. If you don't have the best of, then you haven't heard this, because I don't think I got any radio love at all. Uh, But it's going to get some love here on Rock Strikes 10. Here is Green Day with one of their two new songs from 2001. This is Maria with the song Maria. Maria right there by Green Day a new song from 2001 it appears on international super hits once again if you're not a fan or at least uh, you know you're just casual and want something by them I definitely think this one's a good one to get although obviously if you want to expand past 
the early era of the band. I guess they have a newer best of out called God's Favorite Band. I don't think that one is in chronological order, but International Super Hits is after the new songs. And I think it's the only thing to get J.A.R. on. So if you like that song, that song from the Angus soundtrack, it's on International Super Hits. All right. Moving on here to another compilation by a punk rock band. Uh, this one right here, it does feel like a contractual obligation, this album. But, uh, you know, I am a decent fan of this era of the band. Sometimes it doesn't get a lot of love. The lead singer doesn't make it easy on people, especially someone like me. But The Misfits, I did really enjoy the American Psycho album a lot. I think it's a really cool record. Famous Monsters was pretty good. Not as good as American Psycho, but it, w- it was decent. It's ownable. Uh, but by this point, I guess this lineup was done with. The Michael Graves lineup with uh, Doyle and Jerry and Dr. Chud. Uh, so uh, everybody was kind of out. And I think Jerry was pretty much left as the only original guy. And doing gigs uh, at some point with uh, some of the Black Flag guys as the Misfits. But I do believe this one actually is just the uh, Robo and Des from Black Flag guesting. I think maybe along with the entire Misfits band. I'm not quite sure. But this live track does appear on the Cuts from the Crypt compilation on 2001. It's all the leftovers from the American Psycho and Famous Monsters sessions. A couple of cool cover songs on there as well. So, you know, if you're a big fan, you definitely need to get Cuts from the Crypt. But here's basically kind of the one thing that's strictly from 2001 or around that time on the comp. So I'm going to include it here on this odds and ends right here. So here's the Misfits along with Robo and Dez from Black Flag doing Black Flag's classic Rise above. I'd like to introduce you, Desgadina from Black Flag. On the drums. On the drums. Robo! This is a Black Flag song called Rise Above. Yeah. 
Harkening back to the original Live Evil live album where Glenn Danzig came up and did We Are 138 with The Misfits with the original lineup right there. But yeah, there you go. That was The Misfits with Robo and Des from Black Flag doing Rise Above. And let's stick with the live stuff here, but let's move on to something a little bit funkier. I'm going to get funky for a couple of songs right here. I'm going to ease you in with this one right here. There was a, a really cool live concept right here. At one night of music... They got two live albums out of it, and in the nature of the quote-unquote jam band, uh, it fits in really well. I don't play jam stuff on Rock Strikes 10 too much. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of it, but if I'm ever going to dip my toe in, I'm going to go with something like a Zappa or a Crimson. If That, that even counts. That's more prog, I guess, but prog and jam kind of go hand-in-hand hand sometimes. But in the case of Les Claypool, and specifically Les Claypool's Frog Brigade, which was a kind of a one-night-only band uh, where they, I guess they played a gig out in Tennessee somewhere. And they did a really long set. Like I said, got two live albums out of it. Uh, the first set where they do a handful of covers and some stuff from Les's history. And then the second half of the set is them just playing Pink Floyd's Animals album, top to bottom. So if you want to hear that, that's on Live Frogs 2 of the Flying Frog Brigade. But this is from Flying Frog Brigade set one right here and uh, I dig this track if you're an old school Beavis and Butthead fan you'll recognize this as well this is from Les Claypool's Sausage Project like I said this is a cool live version so I'm including it here also because it's one of the shorter songs here on the album or else I definitely would have been tempted to play their 15 minute version of King Crimson's Stella Hangishit but I'm gonna not do that probably for your sake and if my wife ever hears this definitely for hers but this is a cool track like i said as well originally done by sausage from the album of the same name but here on live frogs one this is les claypool's frog brigade with riddles are abound tonight
All right, just coming in at under six minutes right there. Not very prog or jam at all, but I dig it. That was Les Claypool's Flying Frog Brigade right there with Riddles Are About Tonight. The original version of that comes off of the album of the same name by Sausage. All right. And that, like I said, that was decently funky right there, but let's get really funky right here. So uh, talking about best ofs earlier, talking about new songs off of best ofs, there was a really cool best of that came out in 2001, which honestly was my real handshake into the band. I've been aware of this band and heard a few songs, but I finally dipped in and just on the cusp of their superstardom. Now, it's they became massive, massive stars like around 03, 04, but they were already like super duper popular by this point. So I'm somewhere in between like a bandwagon fan and kind of being in there like sort of early for a rock guy. I don't know. Anyway, none of this makes sense, but... Doesn't take away from the fact that Outcast had a really cool best of that came out in 2001 with two very quality new songs to hype it up. Uh, and, you know, if you have nothing from the first, you know, like three or four Outcast records, uh, this one's a good one to get. It's called Big Boy and Andre Present Outcast. And uh, I remember that one of the new songs on here, The Whole World, was a decent hit. Uh, but I gotta say, I think the other new song on this is way better. Uh, nothing against the whole world, but this one smokes. So I'm going to play it right here on Rock Strikes 10 because I think it belongs on here. So here you go. This is Outcast, and they're funking around. Hello. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What we like to do right here, well, first of all, let me let you know who I am. Well, I go by the name of Andre 3000, right? And we're here from a little place called, like, Stankonia, Georgia, right? You know, right now, everybody wants to be from space and, like, wants to be from the country and everything like that. You know, like, really, like, the South is, like, cool to be from the South right about now. Girls, listen up. Between Saturday night and early Sunday morning I don't know, I'm somewhere stuck in between tween. I'm out here knowing hip-hop is dead The average nigga on my corner yelling What the fuck you mean, mean? See, we ain't even seen the mountaintop Counterclockwise goes to neighborhood Hand me down some canned goods Won't cut the great coupon We got that make you run Back to the drawing board Can't afford to lose Y'all make me yawn One, slash one, slash 91 My teacher sees potential in me Set it down, son Now let me tell you like I heard it When I felt deserted It wasn't no other way to word it Got my feelings murdered By the bullet of bad The singer of sad Songs to make you long for your mom and your dad Play a clash with polka dots I hope you ain't mad Back up little mama I'm about to react Yeah, yeah. yeah. We ain't just walking
beaming Look who keep them scheming What's the use of living my nigga Why you snoozing I'm dreaming I'm Tylenol PM You mount to the same thing Everyday life per diem Never trying to be Nothing better than what you're being One nation under the cool Should be the rule When a young man or young lady Begins to start grade school Silence before violence Nine times out of ten times The quietest is the liveest Bumbling through your privates Daddy fat sass Can't have your back now You're such a player You're southern frog Got me sprawled out In your black book My neighbor's crossed out Move from starting to second string Now in the doghouse Reminiscing the party you was missing Instead of arguments You think about the hugs and kisses If this is something Hard for you to take You better bounce Rock, roll, escape Outcast right there with funkin' around. Yeah, it's rap and hip hop and all that stuff, but man, that's also some classic R&B right there. A real band in a real studio right there, throwing it down. I love to hear stuff like that. There needs to be more of that because hip hop and rap sucks nowadays, especially you know on the mainstream level. But anyway, moving on here, I, I've been playing some covers maybe you never heard before and stuff I hadn't heard in a while, honestly, uh, on these odds and ends of 2001. And here's another one right here to close off the show. Uh, honestly, because I didn't have any other place to put it. It's so odd and random that I just have to toss it in here at the end of Volume 2. You, you'll see what I mean, because, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff on Volume 3, and it's almost kind of thematic. So right here, uh, Scorpions, they put out their, you know, their unplugged album, in 2001 it was recorded i think earlier than that but it got released officially at least overseas i had to get this like as an import in 2001 but yeah it's called acoustica and for the most part it's really good i'm a big scorpions fan there's a couple of you know things they do on there i'm like not really down with i don't really dig the background singers and some of the a couple of the arrangements i'm like ah, eh, it's all right but for the most part there's some killer stuff on here the songs you expect to be good in an unplugged environment are great you know, of course, the ballads and stuff like that. But they throw in some really random covers throughout the show. Spoiler, here they are. Uh, they do Dust in the Wind by Kansas on there. And they also do a really nice version of Love of My Life by Queen, which is a beautiful song anyway, and they do it justice. Uh, but this one right here really sticks out. You almost kind of expect those two. Like, you hear them doing that, it's like, yeah, okay, I could see them doing those songs, those two seventies classics right there. 
But then they throw in this one right here. Now, for kind of reference sake, you got to understand, like, I remember being around when the Scorpions were really getting great traction in America. And at the same time, there was another kind of music that was doing great as well. And that was like, you know, pop, new wave, kind of new romantic stuff. So they're doing one of those songs here. So th these early 80s worlds coming together right here in this little setting is truly an amazing moment, if you ask me, for my money. And, and people don't talk about this very much, but this happened. And I'm glad it did. So here you go. Closing off the show here tonight, here is the Scorpions doing their version of the Cars classic, Drive. Who's gonna tell you when It's too late Who's gonna tell you things Aren't so great You can't go
Closing off the show here tonight and closing off volume two of the odds and ends of 2001. That was the Scorpions and Drive. Yes, the Cars Drive right there. I love it. And you can only find that on the Acoustica record. So go check that out. If you like the more, you know, mellow song stylings of the Scorpions, or even if you're just a fan. Okay. Or if you're a Cars fan, why not? Let's go for that. Okay. Like I said, we're at the end of the show right here, but join me in just a day or two for volume three of the odds and ends. There's going to be a little bit of a mini theme within the theme. So, you know, it is 2001. So gear yourself up. Something really, really awful happens in 2001. We're going to talk about it a little bit, but I'm going to try not to make the show lame. Uh, So that's my challenge. That's going to be half the show. So that's, uh, once again, join me. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about any of these episodes. Please interact with me. Tell your friends. Share it. Retweet it. Whatever you got to do. I guess I would have to tweet it for you to retweet it. I'll get on that. Okay. Until then, stay tuned for the plugs featuring my better half, Nola, and the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, our new kittens Ruby and Ripley get a treat. We're on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Streakle of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRusa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRusa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.